I'd like to share with you a few thoughts on this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayishlach. You know, the Torah is so deep, so beautiful. There's so much wisdom in every single word. If you look for it, it's, it's mamish, it's there for you to find. I'd like to share with you some of the thoughts that I've found on this week's Parsha. After the whole story with Esav, where Yaakov meets Esav, very climactic part of the Parsha, Yaakov hears that Esav is coming with 400 men, he davens, he splits up his camp, he sends out a big peace offering to Esav, and the whole story ends safely. Yaakov goes on his way, Esav goes on his way. Then the Torah says that Yaakov went to Sukkos, and he built Sukkos there, he lived there for a little while. And then right after that, the Torah says that Yaakov Avinu bought a piece of land in Eretz Yisrael in a place called Shechem. And the Pasuk says like this in Perek Lamed Gimel Pasuk Yudches, Yaakov Sholem, Ir Shechem. Yaakov arrived intact at the city of Shechem, Asher Beretz Kenan, and it keeps going, and it says, Vayiken eschelkas hasada asher natasham oholoi. Miyad b'nei chamor, he buys this piece of land. And then the following Pasuk says, Vayatsev sham ezbeach, he set up an altar there. Vayikra loikel elokei Yisrael. And he referred to him as Kel Elokei Yisrael. Now these words are the words that I'm going to focus on. The Ramban translates these words in a very interesting way. Yisrael, the Ramban says, means Hashem called Yaakov El. He referred to him as a God in a certain sense. It was Hashem speaking and He said, I Hashem and the God, the ruler over the heavens. And you, Yaakov, are the God, the ruler over the earth. Now that clearly requires an explanation. What does that mean? That Yaakov is a God, a ruler over the earth, and Hashem is only in the heavens. Let's look into this a little bit more deeply. Maybe we can find an explanation that will satisfy our need for understanding. The Sifsei HaChamim says as follows, on the same exact Pasuk, he says, Kevan Shashchina Shruya Bishviloy Al Haaretz. Since Hashem's Shechina, His presence, dwells upon the land because of Him, meaning because of Yaakov, Im Kain, who Kihilu, who Ba'atzmai El. It's considered as if Yaakov himself is a God. Now let's develop this idea a little bit more. Let's delve into it a little bit more. I think that if we continue on this line, we can find something very deep here that's hidden within these psukim, within these verses. The Ramchal, Rav Moshe Chaim Lutzato, in his Sefer Der Hashem, teaches us an incredibly important understanding in the way Hashem created the world and what mitzvos and what Torah does in the world, how it affects the world, how it changes the world. The Ramchal says that the way Hashem sends down His Shefa, the way Hashem affects the world, the way He sets the wheels in motion, is as follows. There are worlds, there are higher worlds, there are lower worlds. There are worlds that are completely spiritual, completely ruchani, and there are worlds that are completely gashmi, completely physical. The world we live in is completely physical. The only connection that we have to the spiritual is right inside our brains, where our neshama sits. The, the world above the physical world is a world that's also physical, but slightly more spiritual. And it goes up until it gets to the highest level, which is the level which is completely spiritual. That is the highest level. That is where Hashem 
begins the forces, the, the wheels, the cogs that turn and affect the world below. So the way Hashem sends down the Shefa, the way He sends down His eminence, and the way He affects the world is from top to bottom, from the spiritual to the physical. And it goes down the rung, down the ladder, until it gets to the physical world and it affects the physical world. Now there's one way that it can work in the opposite direction. And listen closely, if this is important. Hashem created it that every single time we do a mitzvah, every single word of Torah we say, every single time we do a good deed, anytime we do something for someone else, we say a kind word, we learn a word of Torah, we learn what Hashem has to say, what Hashem wants from us. Every single time, it works in the opposite direction. The action that we do, the physical action that we do, translates into a spiritual charge that shoots up through the heavens, from the physical, all the way up to the highest spiritual worlds. And from there, Hashem lets it come right back down, and it affects the physical world in turn. Now what this means is every single time we do a mitzvah, every single time we learn a word of Torah, it affects the physical world around us. And these effects, though they are so powerful, we don't even realize the incredible impact that they have. I want to share with you something that I heard from my Rebbe, Rav Moshe Brown of Farakway. He said like this, Imagine you have a situation where there's a man drowning in the sea, in the middle of the ocean, and Ruvain sees this guy drowning and he runs. He starts swimming as fast as he can until he gets to the guy in the middle of the sea. He grabs him, pulls him into the shore, and saves the man's life. Now, at the same exact time, in a faraway place, there's a man named Shimon. And Shimon is sitting in front of his Gemara and learning. He's saying, Two people are holding a talis. This one says it's mine. This one says it's mine. So you got the scenario. In one part of the world, a guy is saving someone else's life. Other part of the world, a guy learning Torah. My Rebbe said like this, The guy who's learning Torah does more to save the man's life than the guy who runs out to sea and saves his life physically. Now that's an incredible idea. It, it seems to not make any sense. How could it be? The guy, who's, the guy who's learning Torah off in his corner is doing more to save his life than the guy who actually saves his life? It's true. That is the power of a mitzvah. That's the power of the Torah. The good that it affects and causes in the world is so powerful. We don't even see it. We don't even know about it. But that's the truth. That's what really happens. The net result of all of this information is as follows. Hashem created a world where He has full control over the world. He does what He wants to do. He sends down the emanations that He wants to send down from the upper worlds to the lower worlds. However, and it's a big however, He gave the power to man to affect the world in a positive or a negative way through His Bechira, through His free choice. Now let's get back to Yaakov. We said that Hashem referred to him as a God, a ruler over the world. Now what prompted Hashem to say that? What led Hashem to say that? Let's look at the Pesukim right before that. We read them earlier. The Pesuk says, Vayovoy Yaakov Shalem Ir Shechem. Yaakov came complete to Ir Shechem, to the city of Shechem. Now what does that mean? Rashi tells us as follows. Rashi says he came, he arrived in Shechem, complete number one. 
the gufo in his body, meaning he was completely healed from the wound he had incurred from the fight with the angel. Number two, he was complete in his money. Even though he was constantly giving a doron, a gift to Esav, he still retained his wealth. And number three, the shalom b'tayrosoy. Rashi says He was complete in his Torah. He did not forget anything that he learned, despite the fact that he was in Lavan's house for so many years, living with this ultimate Russia. Now these three things, if you think about it, are the primary things that a person needs in order to have the ability to serve Hashem properly. To be physically well, that's obviously a first condition to be able to serve Hashem well. To not be worried about one's income, that's a great second condition to be able to serve Hashem well. And of course, in order to serve Hashem, you have to know what Hashem wants. You have to know His Torah. And Yaakov had all three. He was ready. He was ready. He was rearing to go. And the Torah tells us one more thing. Before Hashem calls him a God, a ruler over the earth, the Pasuk says that he went and he was koine, he bought a piece of property in Eretz Yisrael. Now this is very important because the truth is, and it's clear from many different sources, that the proper place, the place where Hashem intended for the mitzvahs to be done, is in Eretz Yisrael, in Israel. And then, what does Yaakov do after he buys that piece of land? He sets up a mizbeach, an altar. What does that mean? That means I'm, now I'm ready to serve Hashem. Now I'm ready. I'm, I'm so ready. Here I go. I'm starting. I'm serving Hashem already. And he puts up a Mizbeach. And at that moment, exactly at that moment, Hashem says, You, Yaakov, have now made yourself a god over the world. You have made yourself ruler over the world. Because every action you do from here on in is going to affect the world in a positive way. You are becoming a partner with Hashem. Every time you do a mitzvah in Eretz Yisrael, every time you learn a word of Torah, a word of Torah, you are elevating the world. You are bringing salvation to Klal Yisrael, to the people of Israel. And now this is such a potent message for today because people think, oh, I have to do this, I have to do that. How can I save Klal Yisrael? How can I help Klal Yisrael? You know how you can help Klal Yisrael? Move to Eretz Yisrael and start learning Torah. Start doing mitzvahs. Start caring about other people. That is the way that we can help Klal Yisrael. We can help the people of Israel. And that, I believe, is the message that the Torah is trying to impart with these verses. The Torah is saying, we have the ability to be like Yaakov. Every single one of us has the ability to behave in a way that is exactly like Hashem. We can affect the world in a positive way and bring the world to its ultimate completion. We can help others in such a powerful way. We won't even see it, but it's true. It's really happening behind the scenes. Like the Ramchal says, every action we do shoots up to the upper worlds and shoots back down and affects the world in a positive way. And that is the message of this week's Parsha. I thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Have a very good Shabbos.